2: Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> we,
1: we always mess that part up when we go live. <laughs> um, <laughs> w- w- welcome in everyone to a titan-sized live. I am Luke Worsham. I'm joined by Matthias Wadner and Will Lomas. And uh, we are about to do an all-time Tennessee Titans fantasy draft, mock draft, uh, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Would one of you like to uh, kind of explain the rules and what what exactly we're going to be doing?
3: Sure. So uh, we're not allowed to pick Houston Oilers players. Uh, It's pretty much just all Tennessee Titans from 1999 on. They have to have played at least one season with the Tennessee Titans. Um, we're going to do a snake draft format, kind of like a fantasy football kind of draft. Uh, I think we're going to do 25 rounds, so it's pretty much uh, two starting 11 on offense and defense, uh, a kicker, a punter, and then one extra guy, whatever, whatever floats your boat. Uh, and then we're just picking a team that that I guess will uh, would compete for one season uh, and would be, I guess, an all-star team of sorts, although. Considering our history, not as all-star as it should be. <laughs> <laughs> anything? Uh, anything to well, add?
0: Uh, okay, so there, there is something we need to talk about. There's going to be some guys where you're like. Well, he's not a 3-4 defensive end. Look, the Titans haven't been around that long, and we're drafting three full teams of the best players we can find. There's going to be some forced fits. Like, we've all kind of got different ways we're going to play this, so we'll, we'll just see how it happens. But it's not going to be perfect position fits everywhere across the board. Just understand that I'm a good enough head coach to make anybody work.
1: Agreed. Um. Yeah, that's part of the thing is, one, the Titans are a young team, but two, they haven't always been very good. <laughs>
0: They're yeah, a combination of a young team now with crappy players over the last five to six years.
3: Yeah. Not yet, yeah. When, so, I mean, uh, building just the list is just – it's a little depressing, to be honest, but it's a little bit – got to admire how far we've come, at least from a talent perspective.
0: It really makes you respect John Robinson and what he's done because, yeah. like, it's not like he had a high bar to live up to.
1: So, uh, as we sure. kind of wait for people to, to file in for the, before we start our draft, let's talk a little bit, just uh, because we haven't yet, about the uh, Titans versus Browns game from Sunday. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what to say. It, it wasn't very fun to, to watch if you're a Titans fan. I'll, I'll say that much.
3: I'm not sure what game you're talking about. I don't think... (laughs) The the Titans played? I didn't... Wasn't playing
0: in my viewing area. Uh,
3: I repressed that memory.
0: I just saw the 30-second highlight film of everything because that's about all that was there. It was just (laughs) suck-up kicks back to back to back to back. (laughs) Um, I'll I'll talk a little bit about it. Um, Just in terms of an overview, I don't know how in-depth we're going to be. You know a win is a win is a win. You're going to hear that a lot. I'm trying to be more optimistic after the end of the game because you couldn't get more pessimistic after a win than what, you know, the (laughs) Titans fan base was. But if you look at this team, Mariota came back probably a week earlier than he should have. If they had a capable backup, he's probably back, you know, after the bye. They probably, or at least they don't play him, you know, on Monday night. So, he came back, and we saw what happens with Matt Castle. So, essentially, Mariota came back, played on one leg, and, I mean, like, we don't always agree with pro football focus, but they had him as the highest-rated quarterback last week and the second-highest quarterback rated this week. So, I don't know. that I, I don't necessarily agree with any of that, but at least somebody likes what they're seeing. I mean, but, you know, all forget all that. Without Mariota, those are two losses against two bad teams, and the season's over. Mario yeah. comes back, we're 4-3 and three at the bye, we've got a terrible Ravens, I say terrible, a terrible Ravens offense that we're playing after the bye, you know, we've got time to get Corey Davis healthy, we've got, in a big macro view, if I told you we would have four wins at this point, and there would be one win over the Colts, one over the Seahawks, and one over the Jaguars, and one over the Browns, you know, it you wouldn't be upset you know, and even if I told you, you know, it's going to be a 12 to 9 game, and it's going to go to overtime. It, you know, you won't care, and in six weeks, you won't care about this one either. So, you know, take a step back and just realize that we're four and three, number one in the AFC South after seven weeks. Was I'm not sure the last time that happened. It may have never happened other than the when we were seven and O during the season. But it, it's been a long time since the Titans were on top more than like three weeks into the season.
3: Yeah, I mean, as bad as the Browns game was, if uh if we didn't have to endure the Matt Castle coaster uh in <laughs> Miami, we do we'd be five and two right now, and <laughs> that is a crazy record, uh, especially in the league right now, which is so um there's just so much parody. So yeah, I mean I I'll wanna think hit four on and three because
1: uh, unlike in pre- like there's a ton of parody right now
3: in the NFL. It, yeah. it's
1: it's incredible.
3: No one's good. No football team is actually – Nobody is maybe good.
0: Maybe the Eagles.
3: But yeah, even but still, even the Eagles just
0: lost their left tackle and one of their best linebackers – I mean, yeah. the linebacker they don't like but who actually is good for them. I mean, they lost, you know, maybe the best player on their offense for the season. So, are they good now? I mean, like, they they may be, but – Big V. I'm not I'm not sure I'm trusting him too much to be my left tackle for a quarterback who likes to hold the ball a little bit longer than he should.
2: And I, I, know, like I don't know that I'm fine.
1: necessarily sold on the Eagles uh, simply because Carson Wentz is only in his second year, and it's been since Russell Wilson that a second-year quarterback played in the Super Bowl. Um, their defense I think will get exposed at some point because they, their front three is really good. Their front 4 their pass rushers, but the linebacking core is kind of a weakness, and they don't have great defensive backs aside from Malcolm Jenkins. Yeah, yeah their I mean,
3: secondary Jim, isn't isn't great.
1: But
0: Jim Schwartz is so good.
1: Like, I mean, yeah. he's getting
0: yeah. like you know, and you know, it's a lot of it's personnel. But he took Chris Long off the trash pile, and drafted Barnett in the first <laughs> round, and they've taken you know, Vinnie Curry wasn't great last year, you know, but he's gotten him up. You know, Brandon Graham's always been you know, a slightly better version of Derrick Morgan, like just, just in terms of production and impact on a game, you know, but it, he's taken those guys and Fletcher Cox on the front four and just rolled them in. And he has just run over. I mean, he rushes four and drops uh, seven a lot and it wor- it's hard to throw on seven guys when you only have three seconds to pass, you know, and, and, and then.
1: Uh, but by the way, pre-draft by a Derek Barnett comparison was Derek Morgan. My, he
0: was Kevin Dodd to me, which sounds really bad, Ooh. but I, I, I <laughs> well, okay, and I'm not, I'm not super sure that's wrong because kevin dodd when he was healthy back in the old days for the two games we saw him had this Five really good ago, rip and yeah. bend move yeah had this really good <laughs> rip and bend move where he could just kind of lean on a tackle and get in barnett has that same kind of swim dip and or rip dip and bend which he does really well and he's gonna get to the quarterback if you give him enough time but two of his three sacks this year have come like when the quarterback's kind of bounced it towards him and he's held the ball too long uh, and you all, I mean, when you watch games enough, you see, it's like, okay, the ball's supposed to come out now. And then if it comes out a second later, you know he's in trouble. Because unless he's athletic and can get around, and, you know, some quarterbacks are, but uh, unless he can get around that guy, the, most teams have a guy who's going to be back there if you give him enough time. And Barnett, I mean, Barnett may be a six to eight sack a year guy, which is outstanding. I mean, th- those guys don't come around often. But, you know, I, I everybody was, you know, And the Derek Morgan comparison is probably better than the Kevin Dodd looking back on it. But, you know, I just saw so much snap jumping from Barnett. And he's very aggressive after the whistle. Uh, I I'm surprised he doesn't get more flags in the NFL because, I mean, he's not afraid to just – I mean, there was one time yes, yesterday where he just uh, kicked, a, kicked a guy getting off the ground in the head with his thigh <laughs> and just no flag or anything like that. I mean, he's got a little bit of Indomitian suit to him like that. So, I, I like Derek Barnett. But, I mean, my point is that front four is just super aggressive. So, I, I don't know how much I believe mm-hmm. in the Eagles, but I, I believe in Jim Schwartz's defense.
3: I also believe in a, a very underrated part of the Eagles. Uh, his name is Chance Warmack, former Titan. <laughs> Healthy scratch, uh,
0: Chance Warmack.
3: Huge, huge contributor at guard.
1: <laughs>
0: um, what? One more but, thing. By, by the way,
1: real, real quick, uh, we welcome everyone listening. Uh, calls and tweets. You can tweet us at Titan underscore size. Or if you want to directly join the show, you can do that by calling in toll free to seven six zero five eight seven. 4082 That's seven six zero five eight seven four zero eight two. we would love to have everyone join the show. Mhm. Yeah, come talk yep. to us. So, um, uh b- b- real, real quick before we get into the draft, I I want to pose this final question. I I plan on writing a little bit about this towards the end of the week. Um who are some players on the Titans that you think their stock has either gone up or up a lot or down a lot since the beginning of the season? And I want to start off with, I think, my number one pick for stock up, and that's uh, Adoree Jackson. I mean, he he has – we've hardly noticed him on defense, and that's usually a pretty good thing for cornerbacks.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He's been good. He's been better than I expected, to be honest. Um, if you want me to give you someone whose stock has gone down, uh, you wouldn't know it by, uh, by the grades he's getting by PFF lately, but, uh, Avery Williamson, I think has cost himself a lot of money because I I, I mean, Mm -hmm. he's been pretty, pretty bad. Um, and in today's NFL, uh, as the years go by, hit the type of linebacker that he is just becomes less and less valuable. And, there is just there's no role anymore for a two down run stopping linebacker, um, and I, I, I honestly don't know who's going to pay him.
1: When when Pro Football Focus today tweeted out the uh, the picture of the the linebackers who got a grade over ninety this past week, it was uh, Levante David, Bobby Wagner, uh, Avery Williamson, and one other really good coverage linebacker. Uh, I can't remember. We'll, we'll go with. Uh, I don't know. Derek Johnson. We'll go with Derek Johnson. It was Trevathan. I just saw it. For Danny reason. Trevathan. And I almost tweeted, well, one of these things is not like the other. Yeah. Because <laughs> you have three very talented linebackers, and then you have Avery Williamson, who, who, as you said, has been a massive letdown this year in a contract season.
0: Um, and, you know, speaking of that in PFL, if they have uh, Jayon Brown as the third highest graded uh, inside linebacker in pass rush productivity, in a Dick oh, LeBeau baby. defense where the cross dog blitz is really important. He's behind Mason Foster and Alec Ogletree. I mean, and Alec Ogletree is getting sent a lot from Wade Phillips. So,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. I, I mean, Jayon Brown has been good. They At one point yesterday they lined him – or Sunday they lined him up outside. And I, I wrote about it and I said, you know, that's the only way they can manufacture a speed rush is because – Uh, that he's the only guy with any quick twitch now that Aaron Wallace is gone and uh, Caraway is not on the active 53. So that's what they have to do. Um, So that's a guy who, if you want to talk about stock up, he's a good name to start. Uh, I would go with Josh Klein, who I thought was going to be, uh, I mean, I thought he was going to be not terrible. I, I shouldn't say that, but I thought, you the know, weak
1: link of the offensive line.
0: Yeah, right. I thought yeah. they would kind of have him figured out. Like, I thought they would say, okay, this is his role. You know, this is what they want to do with him. But they pulled him a lot this year in key situations. And when the backside gets sealed, you know, when Conklin pinches or Jones gets to that D, the D tackle that's supposed to be in that gap and he squeezes that down and there's no, you know, leakage from the defensive line, he does a really good job getting out in front mm-hmm. and making holes. Now, whether the running backs can find – the the hole or not is a completely different story, but he's doing a good job making the blocks.
3: Yeah, he's been really yeah. good. I've been really impressed by him. And uh, stock uh, down our running
0: backs. Stock down both oh. of our running backs. Hot take. <laughs> they're, they're I, hot take. They're bad right now. I, I, like, I
1: am running out of room for the year in Faithful. Like, I, I, I do not get how people don't see that he is not good. I, I don't understand it. There. There right
0: now. I, I'm going to be, yeah. I'm going to be honest. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. Every time I'm like, we should start the other one. And then the other done well, the other one does bad. Yeah, you know, right? like, we should start that one. You know, like I, I'm But I mean, now, okay. I will say this. Um, Llewellyn
3: time, dude.
0: Justice Mosqueda, who I bring up on the podcast a lot because I like the work he does with offensive and defensive line, he's said that the defensive line for the for Cleveland is the second best in the NFL in terms of penetration, which means they end up on the other side of the line of scrimmage more. You know, second, you know, to only one team. I don't know who that would be, probably the Eagles yeah. or somebody like that, um, but or probably the Ravens, uh, but. It, that he's, I mean, he said he's, and he's got a bunch of numbers that I don't really get. It's like negative percentage points that I I, I don't understand that part. But I, I trust him to do the film work, and you know he has them rated highly, and that's obviously not going to be a popular opinion. So he must have seen something from them. So you, you know, I didn't think the offensive line really struggled, struggled because I don't think they gave up. Uh, much in terms of pressure except for that one jamie collins sack to end the half which seemed like kind of a missed assignment from the center right guard which is klein and jones i'm not sure who missed that i'm not sure if it was a back that was supposed to pick it up or what but um other than that they didn't really give up a lot it was just there's no if you don't follow your scheme the way you're supposed to and you try to bounce it outside all the time like our running backs do then you're good i mean you're going to lose yards against this defensive line. And it'll work against the Colts and some other teams where you can – the Seahawks, I guess, even, where you can gash them for these long 70-yard runs. It's just – it's not going to work on everybody.
3: Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. the Cleveland's run defense is actually for real. I mean, uh, if we go by yards per attempt given up to running backs, they're actually the best team in the entire league ahead of Denver. So, take that as you will.
0: And we've talked about Shelton and how how we like Shelton. You know, we think he's one of the few hits they've had in the first round over the last few years. And I like Shelton a lot coming out. But
1: yeah, are you guys uh, ready to hop into the draft? Do we have a draft order? Like, well, we're we're about oh, yeah, we to. We're we're going to do a random roll for the draft order. And while oh, I'm pulling man. it up, I'm going to remind our listeners that they can join us uh, by calling into the show at seven six zero five eight seven four zero eight two. All right. Please We're call. You just he right never on. ask
3: questions. We need questions. We need yeah. Questions. Or,
1: or just, yeah. You I just said Gary Henry wasn't good at football and and you people don't want to call in and tell me otherwise. I'm,
2: I'm yeah, shocked that,
1: that <laughs> no, no one has yeah, called yeah, in. To, to, yeah. Yeah. I, and I, Marcus I Mariota is good at football. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I welcome anyone who wants to tell me that Marcus is a bust or anyone who wants to tell me Derek Henry is good I will all three of us will uh will argue you to uh, to death on that Yeah, it'll be fun. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Draft order randomizer.
3: I need to make a team. Man, I don't know how to build a roster.
1: <laughs> I am not a front
3: office type. <laughs>
1: All right. So, uh here's how the order will go. Completely randomized. Uh our call in number one more time. Seven six zero five eight. Luke's going first. Luke's going first. It of, course. of course. actually uh Will will be picking first. Hell yeah. Followed <laughs> I knew it, by I never doubt my mind. And then Matthias. So, okay. we're
3: going to take a uh, Yeah,
1: you're last, Brutal. but you you get two picks in a row.
3: Oh true true so yeah. yeah, but so, so uh,
0: I, in a, in a couple of rounds, just so you know
3: I'm stuck with Billy <laughs> Boland. <Bowling. laughs> on um, yeah,
1: so right, right now, it is seven forty eight so you guys know your draft positions. We'll go ahead and say that will is on the clock and that your pick needs to be in uh by seven uh fifty one so we're gonna give you a couple minutes to uh to work on that. Uh, so Will is gonna take, basically trying tough. to pick the best player in Titans history right now. No pressure. Um, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's,
0: I, like, I mean, it's tough. Like, I mean, do y'all not do y'all, I mean, y'all remember Eugene Amano? Like Eugene Amano, Bo
1: Scaife. Like, dude, it's tough. He's
3: on my list. He is. Dude, on he's on my, my list.
1: too. <laughs> like that's where I you have to when, go, when, so. when Eugene Amano got replaced by a Fernando Velasco, and then Fernando Velasco he's also got on replaced my list. by uh, uh brian Schwink, who is probably also on your oh, yeah. list velasco they're all on my list schwenke should be on my list now that you say that Schwinky played on sunday he played right guard for like, like a corner that's right he's 9-19. good he's,
0: he's good for a shoe and for a couple of like <laughs> snaps and for spain or any of the other guys
2: oh, man.
0: Mm. I, i'm not gonna lie it is tough um Because I I think we've all kind of agreed we're not just going to take like three quarterbacks in a row and just completely job the other dude and end up with like playing like an
1: offensive lineman down because we didn't get enough. And Um, and we've also talked about the fact that you have two quarterbacks that you know are going to go, Moriota and uh, uh, Steve McNair. Who goes after that is a big question. Which to me is
0: so clear, I cannot possibly understand. And I'm not even going to say, like, I don't even want to say because I want to have this argument down the road. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and tell y'all, I'm I'm picking Steve McNair. Number one, yeah, number one. I have to. Like, there were a lot of other players that were under consideration, but you know, if I have to have a guy right now who I trust to stay mostly healthy or to gut it out, I I pick Steve McNair. You know, he was. Yeah, he was co-MVP with Peyton Manning when Peyton Manning was, like, starting to hit the height of his power. Like, people don't understand how hard that is to do. Like, Peyton, while he was, like, revolutionizing, making changes at the line of scrimmage, you know, here was Steve McNair with, you know, and when you you look at our wide receivers that he had to work with down the road, I I mean, there's not three number ones we're all fighting over. We're not fighting over Reggie Wayne and Marvin Harrison. I, I mean, he, you know, he had not much to deal with. A back that averaged like four yard three and a half to four yards of carry most days because he had to grind it out. I, I mean, Overrated. he did a lot of it. Overrated. He did, a, yeah, he did a lot of it on his own. So, uh, you know, I, I I wanted to be cute and do something, you know, interesting, but I, I have to go with
1: Steve McNair.
3: I think we all would have gone with him, honestly. Yeah, uh,
1: McNair's uh, MVP stats. Uh, he started uh, 14 games in the 2003 season. His record was 10 and 4, 62.5% completions. He's 30 years old doing this. 3,200 yards, 24 touchdowns, six intercept. Excuse me, 24 touchdowns, uh, seven interceptions. Uh, Is it just passing
0: uh, touchdowns or total touchdowns?
1: That's total touchdowns. Rushing. Wow. Uh, that, that same year, uh, thirty-eight rushes for one hundred thirty-eight yards and four rushing touchdowns.
0: Oh, no, so there you go. So he he basically not, had a five to
1: handy.
0: one, or he had like a roughly four and a half to five to one touchdown interception yeah, to ratio. Which is, I mean, crazy. over over a fourteen game season, that's that's a lot.
3: And remember, mm-hmm. quarterbacks didn't put up huge numbers back then. Comple- yeah, it did. completely different time.
0: Yeah, like like we were talking about, like, again, like, you can trust Eddie George to run the ball a million times and not get hurt and to really grind on a defense, but, I mean, to do that, you have to give him 20 to 25 carries a game, you know, he wasn't yeah. airing and out, going spread, you know, he wasn't playing in the system Jared Goff's playing in, like, he was playing in, like, old school, like, bloody-your-nose offense.
3: Mm -hmm. He got 400 carries one season. Ridiculous.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and those are all carries I believe could have gone to McNair. You know, Touches that could have gone to McNair. Now, that might have been a year
1: after kind of that prime, but I I don't know. So our uh, our rule is that you were guaranteed the production that they had in their best season, so I assume you will be wanting his MVP season to be that production. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go with that. (laughs) so Steve McNair off the board first in the all-time Tennessee Titans fantasy draft 760-587-4082 that's where you can call let us know what you think about our picks and now I am on the clock it is it's my turn um with Steve McNair off the board uh as Matias noted we all probably would have taken Steve McNair at number one uh, but the player I'm about to take is someone that I uh, strongly would have considered taking at number one, had I gotten that pick. Uh, and so I'm going to go ahead and pull the trigger on uh, the freak, Javon Curse. Yeah.
3: Ooh. Yeah,
1: I, I get it. I get it. He was. Close. I was eyeing
3: him. I was eyeing him. <laughs> Uh, I mean, we, we talk
1: all the time about if we had, you know, one elite player on a defense and everybody else average, we would all take the elite pass rusher, the edge rusher, because those guys can impact games so much. And as a rookie, uh, uh, Javon Kirst had 14.5 sacks back in the Titans Super Bowl uh, or AFC champion season. So uh, I'm very happy with that. Uh, in addition to the 14.5 sacks. He did have a defensive touchdown on a fumble recovery, if, if that means anything. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm going Javon Kurst to start out my team.
3: It's a great pick. Uh, I was going yeah. to pick him if you, had gone, uh, if you had gone another direction.
1: Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> I have no idea what direction I would have gone. Um, although, I do have a, a good guess as to where your next two picks are going. Uh, the the player that I would have taken had Curse not been there. If I had picked third and McNair and Curse were gone, the player that I would have taken third is probably about to go right now.
3: I, I well, have a feeling. Since I have back-to-back picks, uh, and I definitely don't want to be stuck with Vince Young, Matt Hasselbeck, or Kerry Collins, the quarterback, I'm going to go ahead and go with Marcus Mariota. With wow. Good pick. pick.
1: Okay. It's a good oh,
3: pick. Yeah.
0: I get it. Because like again,
3: this is a quarterback driven league, fellas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh his upside is through the roof. I know uh I know we technically just pick his best season. Uh but I'll take his season last year uh if we have to. Uh he showed huge improvements over his his rookie season which was good as is. Uh and he was uh probably a top 12 quarterback last season. And uh if I would have had to build a team around Vince Young, I don't know what I, I would on. <laughs> so, uh, I so, mean, uh, like you
0: don't want to end up being
1: the Jaguars. Uh, I mean, you know,
0: laugh, laugh all you uh, want, hey, but no, no,
1: we will not talk mortal slander on on this show. <laughs> yeah, why? <laughs> he was we, on we, fire.
3: He was on fire on Sunday.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah. I think he's really good. you know I've watched him over the last like five years, probably second most to Mariota because they're in the division and unlike the Texans and the Colts quarterbacks, he actually plays every time the Titans face the Jaguars. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I used to think <laughs> he was funny. good, but he just really regressed and lost every
3: bit of accuracy. He at one point showed. And he has no confidence right now. It's, it's pretty bad. And I get him losing his hair. He's kind of going bald. So I think he's just, you know, just confidence is shot.
0: Yeah, he's never been the same once you start to see his scalp.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: hopefully <laughs> it was over.
3: All right, he, so you are uh, on
2: the clock. On
1: the clock.
3: Well, this one's—I think this one's a pretty easy pick to me. I'm going Keith Bullock outside that's linebacker. Why, that's where—that's
1: where I figured you would go. Yeah, Keith. Keith's yeah, the I a solid I, pick.
3: I mean, he's kind of a no-brainer, man. That is everything yeah. you want in a four three outside linebacker, uh and I'm obviously playing a four three because I hate three <laughs> fours. Uh as as <laughs> most of you probably know by now. But man, Keith Bullock could do everything. He could pick the he, he could pick passes off. He can make every tackle in the run game. He can cover. He can even he could blitz too. He could do anything. So if I had to pick I feel season, like Keith um, is a
1: player where if he were to come out like this year teams would absolutely fall in love with him because he, he's perfect for what yeah. is done in the NFL today. I think he, he'd, he'd go top Keekly. 10.
3: Yeah, he Yeah, that's Keekly. what I was going to say. That's exactly who I mean, he'd be. Yeah. So if I had to pick a season, I'd go, um, well, in '07, he he'd pick up five passes and force one fumble. So let's go with that one. <laughs> <laughs> that one sounds good. <laughs> so
1: I guess it's back to me now, right? Mm -hmm. this is a uh, this is what they call a sexy pick Um, it's a very flashy pick uh, because I want to make sure that you know the Titans don't have very good receivers in their history Mm -hmm. whoever gets Derek Mason um, uh, uh, they get the best receiver and there's not much left after that and so yeah. I want to be able to move the ball on offense without a top tier wide receiver. And uh as much as I love Eddie George, I'm going to have to pick Chris Johnson. Oh Ugh.
2: man.
1: That's that's
0: I was I was so hoping you would take Derek Mason cuz I, I, I that was my pick. <laughs> That was that was the you nailed it. That's the perfect pick. If you, okay, oh, so again, if real quick, if you don't remember what we just said, like you get that person's best season. You don't have to deal with their career.
3: I know, like, I know.
0: So, <laughs> so you get. I'm gonna guess you want the
1: uh, two years after his 2,000 year
3: uh, 2,000 yard yeah, rushing. Yeah. I want his last uh, that, that's year with
0: what, the
1: Titans where he had to top a thousand yards against the, the Texans.
0: Yeah, that that was like that's that's what you want in a running back. Dang, that's
1: a good pick. Oh, man. <laughs> 2,000 rushing yards. Uh, has anyone done that? Well, I guess Adrian Peterson did it uh, two years ago when he won NFL MVP. Has anyone else done it since him, though, other than AP? No.
3: No one's even come close.
1: No, uh, yeah. Well, DeMarco. DeMarco, DeMarco got, got close. close-ish with Dallas.
0: Yeah. yeah, he wasn't he like 17, though, or like low 18s? Like, I think he you know, was they, low eighteen. That seems close, but it's like but two it's games away. It's like an eighteen game season. Like it's it's just not really close. Like it's so hard to do.
3: Now that Chris Johnson season was, I I I actually I'm at a loss for words. I can't even describe how good it was. It was amazing.
1: So uh, off the board right now is uh, Steve McNair, Javon Kurse, Marcus Mariota, Keith Bullock, and Chris Johnson. And Will, you're on the clock.
0: Mm, it's tough. Mm. All right. Well, like like I said, y'all know I have McNair. You know, we're taking a guy's best career, uh, best year in his career. So, you know, there's there's clear options. You know, you want to set your guy up for success. Like you don't like like we were talking about earlier. You need to have facets of the offense that really work. Uh, you know, you can't have a great quarterback and nobody throw it to or nobody to block or nobody run it. Hmm. Um so I mean it's it's tough. Um
1: I think I know where you're going with this though.
0: We, we you've talked a I lot think about this.
3: Too. Yeah.
0: Um well I bet you don't. And and I have I have <laughs> a reason why later. I I'm fairly sure you don't uh because I'm going to go with Albert Hainsworth. Uh, the oh single goodness. most dominant wow. dominant player I have different. ever seen on, on defense. I wanted line. Him. I mean, you, you think you know him. y'all think J.J. Watt's dominant? I remember <laughs> J- I remember Big Albert Hainsworth jumping over the linemen and tack. Yeah, just yeah, of course. Like at prime, like before I before he got his money, Albert Hainsworth. I, I've got 2008 Albert Hainsworth. He had eight and a half sacks from a defensive tackle, and he's oh not gosh. a defensive tackle that's. Six one, two hundred and seventy pounds. He's six six, three hundred and twenty pounds.
2: That's he, crazy. He is
0: a mammoth. So that year, he had, uh, in just fourteen games. By the way, he had two pass deflections, three forced fumbles. He two of them he recovered. He had eight and a half sacks and forty one tackles. That's, I, I mean, there's not a more. I mean, there may be more dominant years, but like. I, I can't, I mean, it's more dominant year than I've ever seen Sue have. And Sue's hyped as the best defensive tackle of the last, you know, however many years. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm going to go ahead and add, add Hainsworth just because, you know, if I if I change my mind and want to run a 4-3, because I'm thinking about a 3-4 right now, I can slide, I mean, I can slide him anywhere I want to do. But right now he's going to line up, he's going to be my Calais Campbell, you know, and good luck. <laughs> so th- there we go, Hainsworth off the board. Um, any thoughts? Any, any, any thoughts? And
3: I was going to pick him for my four-three defense.
0: Yeah, he he would have been solid.
3: Yeah, I'm upset. So
1: <laughs> I I am uh, struggling with who to take here. I have a couple of whoa, players whoa, in whoa, mind. Whoa! 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 Whoa!
0: Whoa! Whoa! Whoa, well whoa, whoa! 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 What makes you think you get to pick back-to-back?
1: Oh, my bad. You get another pick. That's right. Yeah. I'm
0: like, whoa, wait a second. <laughs> Unless I misread these rules.
1: I thought maybe my microphone was doing something wrong. Apparently, it was just the words <laughs> yeah. going into the microphone.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, so, now, now that we've got the flashy pick out of the way, you know, I look I looked to be cute, try to figure out ways around it, but... When you've got the best player in franchise history sitting in front of you with your third pick, you've got you've got to take him. And Is it Luan? There is, dude, don't – I mean, Luan is the only reason why he wasn't my number one pick. But, no, it's uh, obviously Bruce Matthews. The okay. Yeah, that's, why, that's why I thought
1: you were going to go with the first pick.
0: Well, I, 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 I'm going to be honest. Like, I, I wanted to talk myself out of it so bad for my third pick. I, you know, I wanted to go flashy, but, I mean – Dude, I, I have the best, to me, I have the best offensive lineman and the second best defensive lineman in Tennessee Titans history with the best quarterback. I, I mean, in. The best offensive lineman in not history, bad. period. But yeah, it, it's not it's not bad because Steve McNair, not known for being, you know, exceptionally cautious with the ball. I've got to at least protect him while he's sitting back in the pocket, which is the most dangerous thing. So why not take a guy who's played center guard and tackle in his NFL career and who was on the all-decade team? So, you know, pick any year in that decade if you want. I, I mean – I, I I don't have to be picky with him. He was great for 21. You pick you pick the one you like the most and I'll take it.
1: Now um, am I do I have permission to pick now? Am I on the clock now? Sure. Yes. <laughs> so, uh hmm, I wasn't going to go Matthew's anyway. Um
3: I don't know. Uh, this do. is a
1: this is a tough choice. Um I think I'm oh, hmm I'm not going to do that, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> no idea. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do that with my next pick. You know what? I, I talk all the time about how the rarest position in the NFL is a shutdown cornerback uh, and mm. uh, how valuable they are to a defense, someone like a Patrick Peterson, a Chris Harris Jr., someone in that mold, not a Richard Sherman, just play cover three, um, which is why the next member of my team is going to be Samari Roll.
3: Hmm, good pick, Samari That's Roll.
1: Pick.
0: Yeah, I, what a I, guy. We haven't had a guy like that
1: in a while.
0: Yeah,
1: I thought you were about to say, "Who is that?"
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: no, Samari Roll, like famously, like not kept around, like the the last of the, uh, not necessarily the last, but the first of the big
1: mistakes by the Titans. Yeah, Man,
3: yeah. Um, you just let him go to Baltimore, like you did with Steve McNair.
1: Seven interceptions in his All Pro
3: season. Hmm. That's nice. Seven Imagine if we had a guy that could do that again. When's the last time we had seven interceptions?
0: Uh, we got one guy. Kevin who's got Byron four. Is, is on pace. <laughs> oh
3: Byron, yeah. Yeah, Byard's on pace for nine for a right
0: now. Oh and God, if he if he hard. has if he keeps seven games like he did on Sunday, then he'll be on pace for twenty four. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's uh what's, what's Dick Lane's record? Is it 20? Oh, that's a good night train
0: lane.
3: Let's see. He picked up 20 passes. In
0: no, way. Did he really? that can't be right. You're just kidding. That's
3: impossible. <laughs> it's a great. Uh, movie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I pretend Four, we're saying 14, really interesting 14. things.
3: It was 14, yeah.
0: Fourteen, but then two seasons later he had ten. I mean so in case in case y'all don't know who Night Train Lane is, I'll I'll give you played for what looks like twenty five years. He actually just played fourteen years. Um these are his interceptions. Fourteen, three, ten, six, seven, two, two, three, five, six, four, five, one. 1 Pe- people just stopped throwing it at him. I mean, like, he wore 81, so maybe they thought that was, like, he, he was their wide receiver. But, I mean, they, they legitimately stopped throwing at him. I mean, you watch the old things and they talk about him. Um, so, basically, what Luke's saying is that's, that's what uh, Samari Roll is, is he's night train lane.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, not quite. Although, I will say this, and this is going to sound like a joke, but it's actually true. Uh, the starting corner opposite night train lane in Detroit was none other than Dick LeBeau. That's, no right. That's why they had to throw really. it
0: at him. Is that real?
1: <laughs> yeah, that is that is true. It was Dick LeBeau wow. and Night Train Lane. What?
0: White
3: Lightning? Oh my God. That's crazy.
0: That is insane.
3: That is a fantastic uh, note. Good job. <laughs> I don't know how you found it.
1: <laughs> yeah, seriously.
3: I just Did remember hearing. It? I just, I guess he
1: talked about it? Let's oh. see. Um. Uh, Detroit Lions, 1959 to 1972, and Coach LeBeau was a Hall of Famer as a player. And, uh, yeah, Dick Lane's 14-interception year was 1952, which was LeBeau's uh, rookie year.
3: Hmm. How about that, man? Wow, he was good. He had 62 interceptions. Good for him.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty pretty solid.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And then he
1: invented the 3-4 defense. And, and uh willed Avery Williamson into existence to be his Mike linebacker. Yeah and then then he Jeez, you just ruined, ruined my sh- ruined my next pick, man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. You're on you're on the clock, Matthias.
3: Oh, man. I actually have no idea what to do, I'm gonna be honest. It's um, tough. I'm thinking Kern maybe Brett Kern. But I don't hmm. think I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a punter here. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna hold on give me a second Please, let, let me think about this because I have a quarterback and an outside linebacker Uh, even though outside linebacker is not really like a building block of a defense I feel like if it's Keith Bullock it's fine so
0: if you're don't playing don't Keith go... outside
3: yeah 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 outside okay. 4-3 outside linebacker I'm letting him cover, cover some people
0: yeah
3: um the thing is like i need a receiver for my quarterback but they're all so bad except for <laughs> Derek mason <laughs> so, <laughs> That's, that is true um man i'm going i'm going Derek mason with my first pick
0: wow that, okay somebody had to
3: yeah yeah it was, I, just, yeah.
0: It was just there you had to
3: yeah, and his game really was like in the short to intermediate range, and I think that kind of meshes perfectly with Mariota's game. Um, yeah, I'd rather him than be stuck. with... It means Mike, I won't get uh, the
1: dream combo of a uh, Mason and Trey McBride on the outside. Oh man, dude, <laughs> stealing my pants! Come on, giving them all away.
3: <laughs> all right, so Mason with oh, I gotta pick a I gotta pick a season for Derek Mason. Well, oh, uh, he had a couple. Two 2000- thousand.
0: 2003 he had 1300 yards um
3: not, 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 yeah and eight touchdowns and eight on touchdowns, 95 yeah, catches I mean,
0: yeah that's that's kind of he had a 71% catch you know uh, just just so everybody knows these uh wonderful stats are brought to you by pro football reference for me that that's
1: <laughs> same here that they're, I love pro football they're
0: amazing yeah that the details they have are amazing um so uh, he ended up with 13 uh well, I'll just say 1,314 yards from scrimmage uh, with no fumbles, by the way, which is pretty impressive in eight touchdowns. Yeah. So, yeah, to that 2003, I believe that was a Pro Bowl year for him, too.
1: I'm excited was, yeah. for whenever Ken um, gets Alper drafted, drafted year. so we can see how many fumbles he did have.
3: <laughs>
0: that's, that's pretty funny. Uh, I'm I, not drafting Ken Um Oh, my
1: God.
3: Also, about Mason, um, I mean, if I could mix and match years, I would. Uh, But in 2000, in the year 2000, uh, he was one of the best punt returners and kick returners in the entire league. He led the league in punt returns, and he scored a punt return touchdown. And he averaged 27 yards per kick return. I mean, what a baller he was. Whoa,
0: wait. Oh, (laughs) per kick return or per punt return?
3: Per kick return, kick return. Okay, I was pop like, "Holly!" I was
0: like, "That's got to be the highest in the in NFL history." <laughs> Average dude, like 27 yards 13, That's 13 per punt. Amazing! Right? That's that's, that's amazing.
3: Yeah. All right, so I got to pick another guy. You do. I kind of I kind of want to stay uh, on the offensive side and just keep building it. So I'm gonna go with. Mm, man, hold on. Hold on. Let me let me really think about this. <laughs> I'm between a, a tight end and a ta- and a left tackle. I feel like I need a franchise left tackle. And I'm kind of between Luan and Ruse. Um well, I'll
1: let you know this. Whoever you don't take,
3: I'm taking with my next pick between those two. Yeah, I know. Oh my this is tough. You know what? I'm I'm going Luan. Let's go athletic. Young and athletic. Okay. So I'll take Michael Reims and I'm as my next pick. Then,
0: just jumping all over it. <laughs> all right, well, <laughs> now, I'm on the clock.
1: <laughs> I mean, we we talk all the time about like how important a, a franchise left tackle is, and the Titans have been lucky to over the last ten or fifteen years to have had two really good ones.
0: It, yeah, I mean, the best I don't know player in history, Bruce Matthews, just in case we forgot. <laughs>
3: Who <laughs> would I have picked? Well, maybe I could have picked Brad Hopkins maybe
0: later, but I don't yeah. Know. Uh, spoiler alert! That's my left tackle. Uh, he is oh. he is a left tackle, Brad Hopkins. <laughs> just so we all know. But no, I mean you've, you've you got to take it right <laughs> No, but I I I can always swing Bruce Matthews. That's that's the beauty of it. Like right, yeah. Bruce Matthews is the ultimate utility player. So, like, if I end up with four offensive linemen and Bruce Matthews, he'll just go where everybody else is the weakest. It's the beauty of having him. play tight end. He (laughs) might play running back for me. Like, (laughs) there's a chance if I didn't have McNair, he would just be my quarterback.
2: Uh,
0: Bruce Matthews, famously the emergency quarterback uh, in case all the quarterbacks on the game day roster got hurt. He was uh, supposedly the best all-around athlete that anybody on the uh, Super Bowl team had ever seen at anything he did. Uh, that's that's a pretty that pretty famous theme that if you listen to their interviews, they'll always ask, like, what if a guy did this? I'm like, man, Bruce could do, and they'll talk about that. So just, you know, in case I do have to use him as a wildcat quarterback. Perfect. Uh, so I guess I'm actually up again, huh?
1: Hey, you get two picks. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. Um
3: Wait, who'd you I pick?
0: I'm the you know, staying with the offensive line theme. Uh one of my favorite offensive linemen at a position that's not very important, uh, was Kevin Mwai. And I say not oh, very important. That's a great pick. He was the anchor. I, I I'll tell you this, I have never seen a bigger drop off in play from when Kevin yeah. Mowai left the Titans offensive line, how the guards played and how the interior run worked. how it didn't when he wasn't there um he 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 was the first center's name i knew uh and really you know him and olin crutes were the only ones i ever really knew and that's because they just happened to be two of the greatest of all time um kevin why in case you don't know uh started his career in seattle you know went to the jets he has eight pro bowls and three all pros to his record (laughs) Um, I, I mean, I one of his of all pro, one of his all pro seasons. He was 37 when he did it with the Titans, and that's the year I'm taking 2000 uh, 2008. Obviously, um, I believe that's the 2000 yard year. Uh, for no,
3: it's 09 09. Is it really? Yeah, 08 was when we had smash and dash.
0: Oh, that's right. That was almost better because we wasted all yeah, the time right? on Lindale. Oh man, but okay. So I'm I'm still taking 2008 because <laughs> I'm not taking a 38 year old center. I'll take a 37 year old center, especially when he got an All Pro vote <laughs> and Pro Bowl that year. But
1: I, I mean, you get another pick too.
0: I know, but let let me let me gush some more about Kevin Mawai just <laughs> just real quick because <laughs> uh, there's there's gonna be some players down on the bottom of this list that are gonna be pretty pretty cut and dry. Um, <laughs> Kevin Mawai – Uh, Again, also notoriously uh, the dirtiest player in the game year after year after year once Ty Law uh, stopped winning that award, which is great for my line. And I would have had if Taylor Lewan was not taken, my offensive line would have been the left side would have been left tackle Taylor Lewan, left guard Bruce Matthews, center Kevin Mawai. And you just go ahead and bring on whatever you want on the other side of the ball. I was just going to pound you. It didn't matter who I had as my running back. But that's okay. I'll, I'll adapt and change um okay enough Dude, about people center, don't realize
3: then... how good he is um when yeah. he left chris johnson descended into like normalness after a two thousand yeah. yard season he was that important
0: it, he was it, i mean it, he was the leader on the offensive line that kept every you know he identified protections he helped with all you know he was he was outstanding um yeah. okay so enough about a guy that people don't remember uh, let's talk about a guy that everybody hates. Uh, my next pick is Pac-Man Jones.
2: <laughs> ah, man. Wow. <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> one have of, him on
0: my
3: list. You
0: don't have Pac-Man Jones on your list?
3: Dude, that was character concern.
0: Dude, uh, I have <laughs> he's Kevin White, Bruce Matthews, in my locker room. They'll beat him to death. Uh, that was your next pick? Dude, he's really good. Okay, so I'm taking the uh, 2006 season. Uh,
2: yeah, that yeah.
0: So he had four interceptions. Uh, one one was a pick six that he took back 83 yards. Uh, he had a forced fumble. He had a sack. He had 51 tackles as a corner, uh, and that was only in 15 games. So, it, you know, if you don't remember Pac-Man Jones, he was – I mean, he was electrifying. And, you know, I, I compare Adoree Jackson to, like, a cleaner version of him. And in uh, his second – in pac second year, which, again, was 2006, he had – three punt return touchdowns, one for 90 yards, and he ha- he averaged 12.9 yards a return. All three of those stats led the league that year. Um, kickoffs, he averaged 26. Uh, I mean, he had a 70-yard uh, kick return that didn't end up in a touchdown. I mean, he was just – I mean, I remember going to games as a kid and watching him return the ball, and every time before he would return one, they'd do this Pac-Man – Uh, graphic and noise, and it would be yeah, waka, 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 and then it seemed like every time they played that, he took one back and made guys miss and look silly, so, you know, I've got my special teams weapon, and I've got my starting corner, and like I said, I'm not worried about my locker room with Steve McNair, Bruce
1: Matthews, and Kevin Mawai. Yeah, that's a good point. So, quick recap of who all has been selected so far. In order, Steve McNair, Javon Kurse, Marcus Mariota, Keith Bullock, Chris Johnson, Albert Hainsworth, Bruce Matthews, Samari Roll, Derek Mason, Taylor Lewan, Michael Ruse, Kevin Mawai, and Adam Pacman-Jones. If you disagree with any of those picks or if you have any advice for us on future ones, or if you just want to talk Titans, you can call into the show 760-587-4082. That's 760-587-4082. I am now on the clock again. And since Will took my pick, I'm going to have to think about this for a second because I I was going straight for Pac-Man Jones, because I was thinking more than just the corner, because I already have Samari Roll. I was thinking, like, special teams for uh, Mm -hmm. him. Yeah, like the don't-kick-it-to-him effect. Yeah, so now is the time when I would like a a good uh, inside linebacker. Unfortunately, as I think about inside linebackers for the Titans, names like Akeem Ayers... And Zach Brown come to mind. Ooh. Ooh. So <laughs> those are all. Yeah, I, I'm gonna Randall, hold off. Randall on, Godfrey. On <laughs> as much as I would want to take Moses Foku right now, um, I think Ooh, the obvious choice is that uh, Will took one All-Pro interior defensive lineman. I'm going to take another and oh, take yeah. 99 problems, Darrell Casey off the
3: board. Mm. I'm done and play I'm done, him as
1: 4-3 <laughs> defensive tackle Yeah, thank you smart. Thank you. It, it, it's got to
0: suck to be running a 4-3 and not, not have either of the top three techs on the board <laughs>
3: I've got uh, I've got something up my sleeve
1: <laughs> alright okay. well are
3: we going to talk about Darrell
1: Casey I mean he hasn't been yeah. very
3: good this year but
1: in the past he's been a freak
0: hey, I mean he's a game us 10 wrecker yeah take
1: his 10 sack year
3: when he played in the right defense. Yep.
1: Yeah. The, 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 uh, the Williams defense, right? I yeah.
3: think so. The yep.
0: ultra aggressive, make our corners look amazing defense.
3: Yeah, dude. I'll throw her, you look, like look like the greatest. Yeah. Crazy.
0: Yeah.
3: I missed those years, even though we weren't good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I miss being bad but sometimes having th- this by the way this all goes back to how we're mad that we only won 12 to 9 I've seen us lose yeah. games under Greg Williams like the same way like 12 to 9 but on the other end of it and I was happier but that's because I didn't know any better and didn't have any expectations we're we're all a victim of our own success right now so that, that's just something that
3: we need to talk about Yep. yeah so, uh, Matthias,
1: you, you said you had something up your sleeve.
3: No, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to punt the the defensive tackle position. It's not looking good. <laughs> <But> anyway, <laughs> uh, my first pick here uh, of these two back to back ones. A lot of people uh, might not like this one, but I can tell you, when he was in his prime, he was a game changer and a playmaker. I'm going with Michael Griffin.
1: Hey, yeah. Please. I was wondering where
3: he would go. Yeah, so even in his rookie year, he made an impact. But his sophomore season, he picked off seven passes, uh, defended 11 of them, and returned one for a touchdown. And he also forced a fumble and got a sack and got 55 tackles. He was a legitimate top five free safety uh, in the league at that point. I wouldn't say he was like Earl Thomas, but he was pretty, pretty close to that um so and that was that was 2008 i think yeah that was the year that we went 13 and 3 and he was a big part of that so i definitely want a safety like that uh on on my defense you get another pick i'm thinking hold on (laughs)
0: Uh, okay so real real quick do we we go for the best season they had as a titan right and we we talked about guys like like,
1: uh randy moss just just moss yeah
0: yeah, just, just while we're you know, some guys are gonna, you know, be listening to this and thinking like, see, you could have just taken these guys. No, if you get Hutchinson, you get a washed up Hutchinson. If you you know, that yeah. you, you kinda get what you, if you get Cameron Wembley, you don't get the great years he had in Cleveland and Oakland, you get you know, the years we had him, which you know, for a while he was still our best pass rusher, but just, you know, reminding everybody listening that you can't can't quite get away with that.
3: Yeah. All right. Um, you know, I think I'm gonna keep building the offense. So I'm going Frank Wycheck at tight end. <laughs> you know,
1: I thought you were gonna go. <laughs> to...
3: Oh, okay. I thought. It... <laughs> okay. I thought anyway, by uh, a monster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was so loud. You you were so relieved. Anyway. You were
1: like ah. <laughs> By the way, I'm 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 I was current I was on Frank Wycheck's uh, Pro Football Reference sh- uh stat sheet when you said that. Me too. And at the bottom under player news, it's it's one of our articles. Is it really? Yeah, it's a uh, player news for Frank Wycheck, Titan sized ranking the best t- Tennessee Titans tight ends of all time. Oh, that's me. I think I read yeah. that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I read all well, those. he, he, he was you, first. Uh...
3: He was first, if you guys uh, if you guys didn't exactly. know.
0: I read all those oh, just to make sure, just
3: to make sure. That,
0: that I knew your draft strategy. <laughs>
3: um, man, that I have would to have been pick. The a, well, I have to pick a season for him. I'm not exactly sure which it's one to tough. pick because.
0: So okay, go ahead. Sorry. The Music no, City Miracle season. His yeah,
3: his best seasons actually came before um we came they to kind of the Titans. Yeah, Yeah, but, okay,
0: so, like, you still can get his uh, 1998 season where he had 768 yards, but he only had two receiving touchdowns. Now, I will say this, that was on a team where they used to just run it up the gut over and over and over and have Steve McNair, so you have to understand that, you know, his his stats may look bad, but, you know, he was still really effective. I mean, he still had 11 yards per reception as a tight end at that time. You know, in the year before, he had 12 yards per reception. I mean, 11.9, but – and four touchdowns. So, I mean, I I might go with the 1997 version where he was more productive and just didn't see as many touches. But, uh, I mean – Either way, he was one of the better blocking-slash-receiving tight ends mm-hmm. in the league at that time. So I
3: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. I, I have a hard time arguing with that at all.
3: Yeah, he was fantastic. And, I mean, you want to talk about a, a safety blanket over the middle of the field? Uh, in that 98 season, he caught 76.9% of his passes, of his targets, I mean, uh, 70 of 91. That is just perfect for, for a quarterback. Uh, and him and Mariota and with Derek Mason over the middle also, uh, I'm liking, I'm liking my offense right now, especially with Luan blocking for these guys. So I'm feeling good. Feeling good about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, by the way, you're, you're roboting. You're about, you're about to anyway. Um, so, uh, I I was debating, I knew I was going to go offense with this pick. Uh, I was deciding Mm -hmm. between whether or not to take, uh, uh, well, I, I'll save that for later because I might still do that. You um, <laughs> might still be able to snake him. I, I uh, We talk about the lack of receivers that these people had, so I'm going to do what the Titans did in uh, 2015 when this guy made his first Pro Bowl. Mm. Uh, without Vernon Davis ahead of him on the depth chart, Delaney Walker, mm. with a Pro Bowl yeah. in the Titans offense, and he's going to be the centerpiece of my passing game. I like it.
0: Okay, so those last two picks have fundamentally shifted how I have to build my football team. Yeah, because the tight the tight end the co tight end ones went off the board back to back. So that's
3: both both that's Gace, dude. Jared
0: Cook, dude. Oh my dude, I I mean we'll, we'll, we'll get
3: we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, can so go it's me, right? Ben Troop, you know?
0: Uh, yeah, you you could, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's technically an option. Um, I like could uh,
3: Smith. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> upside, I'm I'm taking the year he has right now. He already has as many touchdowns as Frank Wachek did in his best year. Oh my
2: god, <laughs> it's
0: true. Get you some. <laughs> uh, okay, so. I guess we're done talking about that pick. Uh, See, you, pick. Let's
1: talk for a second about Delaney then. Uh, he's fast. He catches everything. He's tiny, <laughs> but yet he plays like he's big. Uh, I've watched him in person a lot. He is uncoverable by a linebacker or a safety. And if you get to the two-yard line and you really need to get a touchdown, just give him a jet sweep and hope he doesn't get tackled in the backfield.
0: That's <laughs> right. It only happens most of the time.
3: Dude, he's 33, and he looks like he's still 22. It's amazing. It, it is, he's going to play forever.
1: Yeah, it's really impressive. He, he's the kind of person, like, you look at his size, and he's, like, 6' even, 230, or and, he, and you're like, eh, you know, he's not that big. And then you meet him in person, and you're like, oh, that's why he's so good. Like, <laughs> his arms are, like, the size of my head.
3: Cool. Dude, his last and, three seasons are ridiculous, honestly. Yeah. For a tight end, at least.
1: Then he catch uh, in two. I'm gonna take his 2014 season where he caught like a hundred balls or like
3: 95 balls for a thousand something. It was something. 15. 2015. Ninety four yeah, for 1088 and six touchdowns. That'll do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, good luck finding many more uh, successful passing threats for, that the Titans have had. I mean, <laughs> um okay All right, Will, you get two picks i i will i will happily accept them okay somebody i've wanted for a long time he's for no reason he's rated a little bit lower on my board he shouldn't be he's mm-hmm. one of you know the best play you know you want to talk about locker room this guy has that and more I, i'm going with kyle bosch
2: oh, um, okay pick. Pick. what i mean
0: yeah, again another guy who's uh, I believe, you know, Waterston, you know, all all those guys, uh, Washburn, even uh, in every interview they do, they talk about how he was the hardest worker they've ever had or seen, you know, just, I, I mean, just amazing. I'm going to take his, two, I mean, I could take his 2005 season or his 2007 season. I'm going to take his 2005 season. You know, he had 12 sacks in both seasons, 12 and a half in 2005. You know, 12 and a half sacks, four forced fumbles. I, I mean, and if you watched him you know he must have had 20 more hurries I mean he was always going he was Carl Klug but with more athletic ability I mean he's six four two seventy eight, 278 which can play in any defense I can have him as a stand-up defensive end or I can have him with his hand in the dirt you know so uh, that that doesn't bother me at all I mean he's just he's just too good not to have I, I've got a guy who I know wasn't just a one-year fluke but it, but it doesn't matter for this exercise but I mean, even still 12 and a half sacks in a year is on on a year where he was playing with other guys that were super productive, you know, 2007, especially, I mean, he always worked and he was the guy that, you know, he was Derek Barnett, but fast, you know, we're talking about a guy that hustles all the time. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So now I have Vandenbosch and Hainsworth right next to each other again, which is where they should be. Um, I mean, one one more thing. I don't know if y'all remember this, but they used to do this weird stunt where they would put uh, Hainsworth at defensive end and uh, uh, Vandenbosch at defensive tackle, and that would like always get a weird amount of pressure. Um, which like Jerel Casey
1: I, and Eric Walden.
0: Uh, yeah, kind of. But imagine that it worked. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so this one, this is that that was a classic, you know hard worker blah blah blah. This is maybe the weirdest pick on draft, but I have I have a good explanation for it. Uh my next pick is Drew Bennett.
2: Oh, and okay. I'll, I like I'll, ex-
0: I'll explain. In 2004, for those of you who weren't playing fantasy football back then, he had <laughs> 1247 yards and 11 touchdowns. Not not only that, but he's 6'5". So, you give me uh, Steve McNair with time to throw up just fades to uh, this 6'5 guy who's shown that he can be absolutely dominant. You know, the Titans get their version of Mike Evans now. And, and I mean, say what you want, say that, you know, the rest of his career – you know, I mean, he did have two 700-plus-yard seasons after that. But, I mean, you know, say that's not number one. What For that year, he was the number one across the NFL. I mean, 11 touchdowns is, like – calvin johnson numbers Uh, that that is a lot Mm -hmm. of passing touchdowns so i'm going to go ahead and get my wide receiver one my big one of the few big men in tennessee titans history that has actually panned out and been able to work long term and and i'm going to go ahead and slot him in with steve mcnair
3: it's a good pick okay i really liked watching him play i've got my pick
1: um i currently have all pro jarell casey all pro Juwan curse uh, next guy is not an all-pro, but he's going to add uh, 11 sacks oh, to that crew. I'm mm. taking uh, the, the the guy that uh, currently is very unproductive. But last year he was a pro bowler. Uh. I'm taking Brian Arakpo.
0: Mm. Coverage
1: specialist, Brian Arakpo. <laughs> yeah,
2: now
0: he is. <laughs> you, you need an inside Brudal. linebacker. You might as well go ahead and put him there. <laughs>
3: Dude, he's had such a productive career. It's actually crazy. If he hadn't gotten injured um in that last not the last year in Washington, I think it was well no, yeah. I think he got yeah, injured before he, and he then he got injured the Iowa last year. Limit. But I mean when he plays, he is a ten sack guy every year. It's he's insane.
0: Yeah, and, like, steady ten sacks. I mean, like, his first three years were 11, eight and a half, 9. Uh, I mean, that's mm-hmm. about as steady as you can get for your first, you know, three years in the league. And then he got hurt. And then he yeah. came back and had ten sacks. Uh, I mean, most the lowest uh, total he's had for a season where he stayed healthy was his first year in Tennessee when he had seven. So, if he stays healthy and he doesn't get more than seven, this will have been his worst year. <laughs> But remember him for his greatness. I mean, remember him for last year when every time he rushed, it seems like he was just abusing offensive yeah. tackles. I mean, and, and not only that, but he set the edge probably as good as anybody on any of our lists. I mean, for a defensive end to be mostly an outside linebacker, I mean, you can't run on him. I mean, he, he would just filled gaps.
3: Yeah, we talk a lot about um, some of our defensive players not being fits in a 3-4. Uh, Brian Arakko was the perfect fit in a 3-4 to be on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. okay All right, looks so like i'm you off just,
1: you, get, you get two picks
3: so you just went with a double digit sack guy so i'm going to follow it up with a double digit sack guy in uh kevin carter kevin Dodd? hang it, of... <laughs> get kevin Carter. kevin Dodd. <laughs> <Kevin daughter. laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, Kevin Carter played uh, in the early 2000s for the Titans after after being a Ram for a while. Not that I remember him being a Ram, let's be honest. But um, I'm going to take his 2002 season. He had 10 sacks in 16 games, uh, recovered a fumble, three pass deflections, 27 tackles in total. Uh, that'll do in my 3-4 at uh, DE, although I could also play him at defensive tackle if necessary. He was huge. So. Yeah. I could, I could play him along the line.
0: So I, I've been trying to keep Kevin Carter under wraps because I was going to try to sneak it later. Do you all know he had 100 <laughs> sacks in his career?
3: I did not. I just saw it. He, he had 17 he had sacks in the season.
0: Yeah, which which led the NFL in, in, in 99. I mean, he had 104 sacks in his career, and I mean, I'm not sure how many people could he know he existed. Too. I mean, he did, but, yeah, like, right. like it, I mean, like, he kind of nickled and dimed his way a couple times, but he had a 12-sack season, a 9.5-sack season, 17, 10.5, 10, 6, 6. I mean, he had a ton of – I mean, he was very – he's a guy you definitely want on your team. And, I mean, it says that the Titans played him at defensive tackle some. I don't, I don't remember that. I remember him at defensive, I don't either. defensive end. But, I mean uh, – Whatever. I, that's a guy that you got to get on the field no matter what anyway. So,
3: Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, man, you, I actually have no idea what to do. <laughs> I'm looking at the running backs and, like, feel like I should take one because the drop-off was just disgusting after DeMarco and Eddie George. But um, I'm going to go defense again, and I'm going to go with a cornerback in Andre Dyson. Ooh, I'm going old school, guys. Oh, Dyson. God, some fans might not even know who these players are. At I all.
1: honestly don't know who that is.
3: <laughs> oh, man. Dude, Andre Dyson was actually a good cornerback. Titans, in you know, Luke. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> when we were actually good also on defense. It was fantastic. So, I'm going to pick his last season. With the Titans, it was 0-4. Uh, I think we were actually – were we bad that year? I think, I think we were. Or was that before and we 04? really got bad? Yeah, uh, no, we went that five. McNair, that was after yeah.
1: McNair's MVP year.
3: Yeah, went five and eleven. That is, we were bad, but he was fine. He he picked off six <laughs> passes in sixteen games, uh, fifteen <laughs> pass deflections, thirty-five tackles, uh, and on those six interceptions, thirty-one hundred thirty-five return yards. So, that's a guy you want on your team.
1: Hmm. Okay.
3: Well. Um, you made your
1: two picks, right? You you picked uh... yes, yes. Okay, Carter and Dyson. so I am going to go with another Titans cornerback who I thought you were about to take. Uh, I'm going to go Cortland Finnegan to line up opposite Samari Rolle. Ooh, yeah, nice. It's a, it's a good combo. Dyson,
3: Dyson Finnegan, Verner, and McCourty are kind of like all in the same tier for me. In terms yeah, of their fin- best season.
0: Finnegan like is somebody I like but just from a personal perspective, I don't think I could coach him. I feel like he would be too crazy. So like that's kinda why I didn't take him is because I was like, he's gotta be like and they, they talk about him in practice. I remember they used to say like he never turns it off. Like he's always a jerk. So like I, I don't think I could coach him, but like, you know you, you've got you've got strong leadership, you'll be fine.
3: Dude, that – are you going to 2008 season? Dude, everyone on defense was good that season. It's unbelievable.
0: Was that uh, – that was like peak Washburn, wasn't it? When like – that was that when Javon Kirst came back? Even though he wasn't very good, like he was still on the team. Oh,
3: no. He, I thought Schwartz was our coordinator.
0: No, oh, I just mean Washburn was the defensive line coach. Like People Washburn – Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like he, he would just like – his wide nine and stuff was just – Right, crazy. Yeah. Um, is it me? Yeah, yeah, it's you. Okay. Uh, all right. So, I've got Steve McNair. I want to run a really pass-heavy offense because I, I think that's the way you win in the NFL right now. Unfortunately, there's just nobody I can add at wide receiver that I feel super comfortable with. So, I'm going to go ahead and Corey take Davis. DeMarco Murray. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and take DeMarco Murray. Uh, he's going to be my running back. You know, it, it you know, we talked about earlier, there is a big drop in running back after you uh, get, get past out. get past these guys. So I'm going to go ahead and put him in. Uh, obviously, I'm taking last year. I mean, he accounted for over 1,600 yards. And, you know, he's a solid pass, solid pass protection. He's a good, quick dump off. You know, when he's healthy, he runs well. Uh, you know, if I've got a number one receiver outside and a quarterback who I know can distribute well and who can hold up, I, and I've got Demarco Murray, I, and plus I've got the makings of one of the best offensive linemen of all uh, best offensive lines of all time. I have two guys with eight or more Pro Bowls on the offensive line right now. Uh, so, it, you know, if I've got that, I, I'm going to go ahead and use him as not the funnel of my offense, but a good, you know, I, I don't know, an, an, an almost an outlet receiver. In my offense, he would get like 400 yards rece- – four or 500 yards receiving just because that's where I think he's so underrated. And if I can make you bite on the inside run and then hit you with a wheel route for him or if I can make you bite on that outside – you know, if I can make you believe you know what Murray's doing just for him to show you just how good he is, I- I'm doing that every game two or three times a game. So mm-hmm. that's,
1: that's my first pick. DeMarco's like my favorite NFL player, and he kind of was before he came to the Titans. It's always been, like, like, my top five has always been Adrian Peterson, Calvin Johnson, DeMarco Murray. Like, th- those are my guys, my, my, like, my favorite players to watch.
0: Yeah, I mean, like. He's awesome. He, like, when he's on, he's just different. Like, he's just, I mean, like. I've never seen anything
1: like him. like him. Like, he's so huge. And the way, if you watch his, some highlights of him from his Dallas year, just the way he runs with that size, it's incredible. Yeah,
0: I mean, he—I don't know. It's—it's it's hard to explain what it's like because you know we talked to Jim Coburn. Shout out to Jim Coburn in front of the podcast. Uh, but if you watch <laughs> him, if you watch uh, wh- where he was uh, successful in college, it's the same exact way Derrick Henry is in college. The only difference is Derrick Henry is you know six three, two hundred and fifty pounds, but as a power back who you know doesn't have elite you know change of direction ability, he just seems to find ways when he cuts straight up to just get yards. And it's it's very impressive.
3: Um I remember okay. which uh I, I just remember his rookie season. I don't I'm not sure if it was the first game or like one of his first games. He broke off a ninety one yard run and he looked so fast at such a big size, it was like it, it did not make any sense whatsoever.
0: Yeah. It just I, I remember thinking he was going to be really good when he was younger, and then I feel like I stopped paying attention to the Cowboys for a while, and all of a sudden he was mm-hmm. in Nashville playing us and beating us up, which was not very fun. I uh, don't know my
3: fantasy okay.
0: team. Uh, let, Boom. Let, let, me, let me go ahead and say this is a pick that I think may be, like, another head scratcher, um, but I'm taking my Antoine big. Odom.
2: Ooh. Who? Uh,
0: Antoine Odom. Way. Uh he, he, he was, was he mind. was one of those you know, the Hainsworth years where it was uh like Vandenbosch Hainsworth Odom was like the other guy. He had eight sacks uh in two thousand seven which is the uh same time that Kyle Vandenbosch had twelve sacks and Albert Hainsworth let's see what he did in two thousand and seven. Just so I can just so I can give you a frame of reference of what my defensive line is doing. He had six sacks and uh, four pass deflections. So I've got a defensive line that's big and aggressive, and between those three, they got uh, 28 – no, 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 no. Yeah, 28 sacks between the three of them. So that's like, you know, for reference, that's like having peak Jarrell Casey with peak Brian pump peak Derek Morgan, except all better. So uh, that, that's, that's where my defense – and the good thing is – is right now I have Vandenbosch, Hainsworth, and Odom. I can run – I can get a one technique in the last round of the draft, and I can run a four-man front. I can run Hainsworth and Odom as my five techs and get a nose tackle later and have Kyle Vandenbosch as an edge rusher. And, be my. you know, I've got a ton of options now, and I'm scheme versatile, and I've got guys who I know can get to the quarterback, which is really all I care about right now. So I'm going to go ahead and, and live with that.
1: You know who's kind of overrated now that I'm looking at his stats?
0: Don't say any of my players.
1: <laughs> no, no. Frank, Frank Blaine, Blaine Bishop.
0: Dude, uh, I w- okay, listen, I was uh. going to draft Blaine Bishop like two rounds ago because I remember him being really good, and then I was looking at his stats, and I was like, I can't justify this if you didn't see him play. He, like he, he, was he was a, a really...
3: legit linebacker just playing safety.
0: Yeah. Like, he didn't play he, safety. Yeah, he's he's like Kevin Bayard walked up into the box. He's like what uh, LeBeau thinks Cyprian can be. So, like, yeah, if, yeah. he's a really good functional player to have if you've got a good free safety behind him. Like, if you got Blaine Bishop and Kevin Bayard, that'd be like a really good, de- like good defensive pairing. But if Blaine Bishop is your high safety, you're in
1: trouble. So I just couldn't justify taking him that early. I'm with you. Well, I wanted a deep threat in the receiving game.
3: Unfortunately,
1: that does not exist. There, there isn't one on the board. This is like <laughs> the year that uh, the, this is like the year that the drafts or that the receivers in the draft were like Laquan Treadwell and Corey Coleman and Josh Doxson mm-hmm. and then those guys. <clears throat> um,
0: uh, but shouts to Josh Doxson, a guy I really liked. <laughs> Dude, he, I, he played I,
3: uh, season high in snaps yesterday. He's coming he, along. He, looks,
0: he looks a lot better. Yeah, he, he's he's slowly getting there.
3: I want the player,
1: Corey Davis, but Corey Davis doesn't have stats. So I'm going to lay off of that one. Oh, man. This is a, <laughs> a hard pick pick. Nate
3: Walsh, dude. Nate Walsh. I,
1: I think I'm going to do this. I'm going to go ahead and pull the trigger. I want an all-pro right tackle. I'm taking straight out of Conklin.
3: Ooh. That's
1: a good pick. What's your offensive good, line look like right now? Uh, Michael Ruse and Jack Conklin.
0: Oh, that's cool. That, that, that's that's pretty good. <laughs> I mean,
2: like, nobody's oh, gonna, cool. nobody's, I have, well, nobody's uh, gonna stop Haysworth and in Odom. I just two Hall <laughs> of fans, No big deal. <laughs>
0: no, no, no. That's that's really good. I mean, right now I have no right tackle, and we've seen how bad a, an offensive line can be without a right tackle. So,
3: I true,
2: mean,
0: true, uh, I'll, do, true. I'll probably take Jeremiah Patasi late.
3: <laughs> I mean that's a sh- shoe in
0: <laughs> Yeah, really I shouldn't have given you my sleeper, but <laughs>
3: uh okay, am I up right now? Yep. Yep. Uh speaking of right tackles, I'm going with uh David Stewart. Big country. Okay I am solidifying
1: choice.
3: <laughs> solidifying uh my tackle positions. I have Luan on the left, uh Stuart on the right. Who the hell who is gonna mess with these guys? No one.
0: Yeah, the meanest team ever.
3: Ever. <laughs> oh, ever. And then I have well, Wycheck's not really like a like a mean guy, but whatever.
1: My offensive linemen are Michael Ruse, who wears later hosen and drinks beer, and Jack Conklin, who's like the biggest <laughs> teddy bear in the NFL. fixing to
0: say the soft spoken like soft spoken killers. Yes. <laughs> oh god.
3: All right, um, uh, I got to pick again. I'm not sure what I'm gonna do here. The, wait, whoa. actually tough.
0: Are you? Oh yeah, that's right. You picking again? Okay. I think so. I was I thought that was your second pick because we were talking about wide receivers, but
2: we'll,
3: I feel like I should just, Yeah, right. I took um, I took Kendall Wright. I forgot. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Deep um, Kinda want to take the greatest safety of all time, Kevin Byard here, but I'm actually gonna. I'm not going to take him yet. I'm going to slow play it. <laughs> no, I have Michael Griffin, so getting Bayard kind of doesn't even make sense. Stylistically.
0: Uh, anytime oh. you can get Kevin Bayard, it makes sense. Yeah,
3: you're right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like but. Kevin
0: Bayard has been our best in-the-box safety the past like five weeks. Like, in-the-box player.
3: Yeah, but, ah, oh, man, I have more pressing needs. You know what? I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Derek Morgan. It's a solid pick. For, get a, I'm going to play him at 4-3 three, three defensive end yeah. where he's supposed yeah. to play uh, and just him. pair him yeah. with Kevin Carter. was so. really
2: your,
1: good. Uh, yeah. Your first pick the last time you were on the clock, Will?
0: My first pick, uh, I had DeMarco Murray and Odom for okay. my last two DeMarco.
1: picks. That's right. Okay, so now yeah, I guess a oh, I'm out of
3: tackles. I don't even have any on my list anymore. Any defensive F- Brad tackles? Hopkins is still on the board.
0: Yeah, I was no, going to say, oh, right, and with yeah. the next pick, I take Brad Hopkins because I'm running out of tackles to play.
1: But do I take Brad Hopkins from Will to play at guard? Ooh. Ooh.
0: I mean, you can. <laughs> that, that, that's WDU. Or do I
1: move Jack Conklin to guard where a lot of people thought he would play? and play Hopkins at right tackle. Oh yeah, you can oh, do we'll that. A good that's, guard, that's a good, man. Yeah,
0: that's a good that's t- pairing. That's
1: tempting. Um, hmm. Man, this is a hard choice. Um, I'm not going to take Derek Henry as much as it's just, as much <laughs> as my mind is pushing me to do
3: it. Um, this is so hard. Do people mm. going to freak out that Eddie George is still available?
0: I was thinking that too. I was like, I "Are we like giving too much credit to Eddie George
1: him for like best player available?" But I'm, yeah. I'm going to take you, it. We talked about this him. one time before we started recording the podcast that we think Eddie George is
3: slightly overrated. Well, not slightly. He had so many like, carries, man. It was yeah. Crazy. People
0: forget that his like twelve hundred yards. Like, it's not like he was getting two thousand yards. Like, he was getting like twelve and fourteen hundred yards, and just like, you know, kind of getting ground to dust. Now he was remarkable. He was Jerome durable. Bettis, Yeah, Jerome Bettis. Yeah, which Jerome Bettis is a Hall of Famer, so you know. That, that's the argument no. you'll get back, but you know you have to win a bunch of Super Bowls to be a Hall of Famer, or at least one Super Bowl to be a Hall of Famer and have that yeah. kind of career.
1: Hmm. Um. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go Ben Jones. Ooh, oh, nice. that's a good pick. I was going to play honestly. McGard. Other than Kevin Mawai, is there a better center? No, no. there's not.
3: I'm stuck with Velasco. Fernando
0: Velasco. Yeah, Fernando
2: Velasco.
3: <laughs> oh God.
0: <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah, Ben Jones is good. Alright, so my turn? Okay. Um so I'm I may be cutting in and out. It kinda sounds like I'm cutting in and out. Uh You're not. Brad Hopkins. Brad Hopkins has to be the pick. Uh just because, because we I mean we talked about it there's you know who else are you going to play at offensive tackle like I'm like I said I'm lucky enough to have Bruce Matthews which really can kind of mend a lot of wounds but I mean you can play Dennis Kelly uh you get I mean there's there's some guys who play decent in spots but there's just nobody I really like so I'm going to go ahead and take Brad Hopkins and make him my other offensive tackle right now mhm and that now this this is the tough one. Um, I, I, I've got to remember the context of what we're doing. We're doing the best year a player has had with the team. If which, you're
1: wanting another bookend, might I suggest Wills VTech? Oh, oh, That yes. is nice.
0: I, I'm going to go ahead and just play Bruce Matthews at right tackle. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh so I've got, can I've got a, just, just, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've, so I've got Hopkins at left tackle, Bruce Matthews at right tackle, oh, and Kevin oh, Mawai oh. at center. Kevin Mawai, like I've said before, has made garbage offensive guards into, you know, pro bowlers. So I'm, I'm comfortable with where my line is now. Like I <laughs> can end up with said, some subpar- He will
1: now be taking Andy Levitre. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say,
0: go, go ahead and give me Levitre and Warmack, And let me show you just how good Kevin Mawai is. <laughs> um, I'm not taking Eddie George. I don't need a fullback. Just kidding, Eddie. Um, just kidding.
2: Just, just, just
0: kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. No shots fired. Um, God, this is tough. Bad radio.
3: Dude, we're running out of options. Honestly,
1: <laughs> it's getting thin for the, for the offensive it's, it's, line anyway. Yeah. Yeah, like, the
3: offensive line is brutal. Yeah, okay,
2: go
0: Bo <laughs> both gave. Oh, Super by the sure way, it
3: wasn't Bo Shobel that I remember I talked about him? Yeah, I do him, remember no. that
0: and I was like
3: It was Travis LeBoy.
0: Oh. Okay. That that makes a lot yeah. more sense.
3: Yeah, no, um, Bo Shobel was terrible. <laughs>
0: yeah, Bo, yeah, I was like, I don't know <laughs> why that's your dude.
3: Travis LeBoy actually was not bad at all. For the people that remember him, very few.
0: For for the very few people that remember, I'm going to go ahead and take Blaine Bishop. I, I just
3: I yeah, like yeah. him too much.
0: I've got Pat, I've got Pac Man in my backfield. I've got to take him just just to get everybody straight and you know I, he he I remember he you know I know I'm putting a lot of stock into off the field workouts with him and Blaine, Blaine Bishop and Kevin uh, or Kyle Van and guys like that, but um, Blaine Bishop you know is one of the guys who said they used to spend like hours and hours breaking down Peyton Manning film and that's what made him so good is how hard he had to work against Peyton Manning and you know a guy who can kind of work himself up from the bottom like that like I'm not the bottom but you know what I'm saying like who can continue to make himself a pro like I just I've just got to have him on my team. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay I am uh, still pondering what quarterback I want.
3: Oh, uh, I forgot you don't have one.
1: Yeah, I'm still thinking about it. Um, I think I know who I'm going to take, but I'm going to wait one more pick to do that. And right now, can wait I, was, I, was, <laughs> I, I, I was going to take, uh, let's See, I, I had, um, I was going to take Blaine Bishop. Uh, Griffin's off the board. Bayard hasn't really been a starter for a full season yet. I could pull the yeah, trigger, though, true. and get his production from the first half of this year, which,
2: hmm.
3: <laughs> mm. I mean, it's
1: not a pet idea.
3: Do we extrapolate a season <laughs> over 16 games? Well,
0: I mean, even if you just left it where it is, four interceptions for a it's safety fine, is like, right? I mean, it's, yeah. it might be like the second best we've had behind Griffin.
3: Legit
0: I'll take legit half
3: I'll take, uh, of, like... I'll take Bayard. I'll take
0: Bayard. Yeah. I'll take Bayard. Oh, good pick. Good pick. Yeah, ba- Bayard was, like I said earlier, like, Bayard was somebody I was going to pair with uh, Blaine Bishop if I got him. He's he's just, he's really... And, like I said, maybe a recency bias. Like, he may go and not get another interception. Even if he didn't get another interception, he's still one of the best in-the-box safeties you can have if you want to play him there.
3: hmm Yeah. He's killing me right right now. Two picks. All right. I'm pulling the trigger, guys. I'm going, Eddie George. I'm running. There you go. Let's see. Uh, two-tight end. Pull back off. (laughs)
1: Two-tight end. (laughs) It it took... uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32 <laughs> picks for Eddie. For a, yeah, great radio. It took 32 <laughs> picks for Eddie's scores to come off Just the
3: counting. board. That's funny. So, I think I know which season I'm going to pick. It's a season in which he got 403 carries. Yeah, I'm not gonna you. give him that. I'm not gonna give him that many carries. But uh, I mean, he got 1,500 yards, 14 touchdowns, and honestly, very surprisingly, caught 50 passes for 450 yards and two touchdowns. Whoa! So, yeah, I'll take that any day of the week, honestly. And uh, yeah, with with Mariota back there, uh, I'm I'm liking that that dynamic. Honestly, I think he could open up some some lanes for Eddie George.
1: Maybe he likes exotic
3: smash mouth. Ooh. No, I'm Lendell White with my next pick. Speed. Smash smash and smash.
0: (laughs) Smash and crawl. (laughs) Oh,
3: man. I actually have no idea what to do with this next pick. Hold on.
0: The back to back picks are hard. Like, you don't realize how hard they are.
1: Can I draft T Rack to play inside linebacker?
0: uh no oh yeah. uh, well yeah you can That's, uh, like I don't know there's a couple of like I've got some guys uh, like legitimately I may end up with Jayon Brown I really like Jayon Brown <laughs> uh, I mean I
2: I, I, I think it sounds
0: list, I think it sounds like a joke <laughs> but like Jayon Brown is like really like he's the only fast guy we've had who's not afraid of contact like I mean, he he looks like he looks like Kevin Byard when he plays, like in the box, like that's that's what he looks like. So, I'll take it.
3: Uh, I'm kind of stalling here because <laughs> I have no idea what to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what? I'm just I'm gonna go with another safety. Um, I'll go with Marcus Robertson, who I'm gonna, I'm gonna be completely honest. I'm even, I i do not even know who he is. But
2: uh, he played played
3: from, uh, I mean, he played for a while, man. I think he played up until 2000 with the Titans. Uh, He was on the Super Bowl team. Uh, No, 2000, and then he went to Seattle. But uh, I'm going to go with his 97 season. Oh, no, never mind. Well, I can't go back to 93.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're going back to 93? No, it's got to be with the Titans
3: all right so ninety seven is that with the Titans no whatever we'll count it'll <laughs> it. we'll count, it. we'll count it. at this point we'll count it he so, uh he got five interceptions uh and recovered three fumbles and returned two of them for a touchdown so big plays, baby there you go so uh was there a defensive backs coach also I think so.
1: <laughs> Maybe. Inside linebacker, that's going to be a position where I basically just have to pick someone I don't hate. Um, and <laughs> I don't know if I should go ahead One and pull year. the trigger on this. I, I am, though, just because I think it's a good pick and I want to make sure I get this guy. Uh, I'm going to make my Mike linebacker, someone who only had uh, three career starts but I feel very confident that he is honestly the best option available, and I always loved him. I'm taking Tim Shaw to be my Mike linebacker. Wow! Oh, that's
0: that's that's a real heartstrings uh, pick there. Like I I love Tim Shaw. Like Tim Shaw, one like, of the best. I, I best feel like all three of
1: us been... are the people who knew who he, he knew who he was before he had ALS. Before, like, yeah, Tim yeah, Shaw and.
0: Who is who is the guy that was with him? Uh, like
1: Tim Bailey, Shaw, Patrick and, Bailey, yeah,
0: and Patrick Bailey, yeah, like the two, like the Trawick and uh, H. uh, what's it, and Bates, but from you know, like
3: Years ago. they they
0: were kind of brought together in Tennessee. That's I guess a good yeah. down linebacker,
1: like he stays on the field to play special oh, wow, teams. Wow. Oh yeah, cool. I mean,
0: yeah. All right, well, two picks. All right. Uh I'm I'm going to go ahead and uh while we're talking about emotional kind of picks, I'm going to go ahead and pick Wesley Woodyard. Uh Ooh. I think he, I think he is having an amazing season so far this year. I mean, he's been and maybe the most impactful inside linebacker I can remember with the Titans since. Mm since before Avery Williamson was good and that's been a couple of years like Widyard Woodyard in his how he plays sideline to sideline how he seems to know the play ahead of time sometimes I mean it's the perfect mesh of veteran experience and like keeping his body intact for so long like he his mind is finally faster than the game and his body is able to keep up I mean He's the leader on special teams. You want to talk about a four-down linebacker, Wesley Woodard will do it too. So, I am i mean, he's been special teams cap. – he's been a captain, I believe, as long as he's been in the NFL, and most of those are special teams captains. So, to tell you how important he is um, to the team overall. So, I finally get an inside linebacker. Again, I think I'm going to go ahead and run uh, three, four, just with how this is all shaping up. Uh, so, he, I, I've seen him work in that for forever. So, He's going to go ahead and be my inside linebacker, my leader, and I'm taking this year. Uh, my next pick might might be weird, and uh, again, it's like you know, like all these things. Like you have to kind of remember who this is. Uh, y'all should all know the name Chris Hope.
2: Oh, um, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm taking uh, yeah. What
0: well, his? Yeah, his 2006 year is impressive. I mean, That's he crazy. was. He's just 26 years old. He played all 16 games. He had five interceptions, returned one for a touchdown. He had 89 tackles. So now I have Chris Hope and Blaine Bishop as my safeties. So I, I go ahead and round that out with pac Jones as a corner. So I've got guys who can intercept the pass, and I've got guys who can make a bunch of tackles. You know, I'm not going to rely on Pac-Man to make a whole bunch of tackles for me, but I'll, I can trust Chris Hope and Blaine Bishop to do that. So – you know, I've got an attack in front four that can really get after it and guys who can ball hawk behind it and who can really you know, come down if like, Pac-Man misses an interception. So I-, I like the way my defense is finally shaping up.
1: I'm going to be selecting the Dowell Loggins version of Mr. Kendall Wright. <laughs> uh, it, not
0: even on my board, by the way. Not even on my board.
3: He's on my board. Honestly, Have though, like it? the other receivers...
1: 94 Dude, catches, like, 1,079 yards, only two touchdowns. Yeah, uh, well, a, targeted, an, an impressive 67.6 catch percentage. Damn, not bad. What happened? What happened? were uh, no, no carries that year. We didn't have to witness any jet sweeps. <laughs> um, but about Ken, Kendall Wright, if he had to, like, I feel like that year was his ceiling. And his ceiling was a receiver that can play all three receiver positions and sort of dictate coverage, I guess, when when all you're doing <laughs> is running crossing patterns in the Dowell-Loggins offense. But dude, yeah, I mean, I'll, like I'll, it's it worked. Good.
0: Yeah, like, he, he looked like he was going to be the best pick, in. The, I mean, in terms of the wide receivers and kind of where we picked. I mean, he looked like he was going to be one of the better picks.
3: Yeah, man, it went off the rails. Oof. Yeah. Brutal.
0: When they started telling him he had to actually run what he was supposed
1: to run.
3: All right. right. So we have, we
1: have we yeah. have 23 minutes left. And by my count, oh, we, we all have long. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, uh, 10 or so positions to fill. So we're going to go speed <laughs> round. You have, you have 10 seconds to make your pick. You get to explain oh why in one sentence, and then we're going to move on.
0: <laughs> all right.
3: All right. Who's next? Uh, first first Yeah, first pick, Jason McCourty. Uh need a little oh, bit of okay. a lengthy cornerback. Uh and he was really good um when he uh a couple of years ago. Anyway, that's all I'll say. Uh I gotta pick another player. Oh my god. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I'm going uh I'm going Randall Godfrey at inside linebacker. A lot of people don't really remember him. I'm I've been going kind of old school with my team a little bit. Um, I'm not that old, honestly. I'm only 23, but I remember some of these guys. And uh, Randall Godfrey was crazy, really good. Uh, in 2000, picked off two passes and forced five fumbles and got three sacks. That'll do.
1: I am uh, going to go uh, Zach Brown, uh, athletic outside Ooh. linebacker. What? That, as me and Will mm-hmm. were talking about the other day, he didn't always. He wasn't good as a Titan, but. He's fast. He's he's something. He's he's a uh, you hear the <laughs> you hear something. the term a poor man's something. Uh he's a homeless person Keith Bullock.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: That's super funny.
0: Um all right, so it's back-to-back picks to me. Uh I'm going to go ahead and double down on wide receiver. I'm going to take uh Corey Davis to be my other boundary receiver with Group in it. And wow hot uh,
3: take. Not even I I mean,
0: take, really. I, I mean I I I think we'll see the rest of the season that he's do, he'll do things that we haven't had. I mean, it's not a high bar to be one of the most impressive uh, <laughs> wide receivers on the field True. for the Titans. Um, so he's my he's my number uh, one slash two, you know, with Bennett. And then uh, I'm taking Nate Washington to play inside. Finally get him on some guys who can't just bully him. You know, rotate Corey Davis and Drew Bennett and Nate Washington around and go ahead and get a pretty stacked group from what I had to pick from.
1: I guess it's back to me, um, Matthew Hasselbeck. Wow, I mean, Over that, Vince that's Young. That's the
0: correct. Yeah, that's the correct answer.
1: Is that what you can were going to say? Clap, that's the correct answer.
0: Can you hear me clapping?
1: Yeah, I, I can I'm, hear you that's, clapping. Can that clapping. That is one hundred
0: percent the right answer. Vince Young is never the right answer to should I take this quarterback? Which quarterback <laughs> should I take? It's not Vince. It's always. Is,
2: and
1: I look at his Pro Bowl years, and he was one of those players that like. You know, Peyton Manning went to the Super Bowl, and they're like, oh, we'll let this guy fill in. Like, he, he was never good statistically. Who's that, Vince? Yeah.
0: Yeah, Vince was never – like, Vince was a guy who they're like, oh, that guy can win games. And he could with his legs, but, I mean, he's Mariota with an arm. And he's not even that. Like, he's Mariota without an arm who makes a bad decisions who's not as fast. So, mm-hmm. I mean – And I might be biased, but uh, because I I think that was the beginning of the end for everything that was working for the Titans. But anyway, you
3: did the right thing. All right, so I have two picks right now. My first pick is going to be Benji Olsen, a very reliable right guard. I don't know if anyone remembers him, but he was was really good. Uh, And for my wide, uh, I'm going to go with another wide receiver. I'm going to go with Rashard Matthews.
1: Ah, that was my I'm taking his. Yeah.
3: I'm taking that his to that season and just going home with it, man. Mm-hmm. He killed yeah,
0: it Yeah, I almost did that.
1: You know, I'm honestly struggling to. to think of other receivers to draft. Like, Justin Hunter comes to mind. Dude, uh, then,
0: that's what it's got to be. That's why I drafted two is because I knew once one got taken, the other ones would get taken out from under me, underneath me. Like, you, you don't have much.
1: Uh, um, hmm. I'm gonna Britt go uh, Yeah, year. that's what I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have to go, Kenny
3: Britt. Yeah, he was good, man. Uh, he was.
0: Yeah, there, there was, there was that brief moment where you were like, "Yeah, hey, this guy might do something." Um. Okay, so I'm back on the clock.
3: Yes. Yeah.
0: I'm I'm gonna go ahead and take Jason Babin to be my mm. other uh, twelve and a half sacks. Uh the third best single season uh by wow, any yeah. Tennessee Titans player, um, underneath Curse and tied with Vandenbosch. So those are my two edge players. Uh and I'm gonna take David Thornton to be my other inside linebacker. Um, my more thinking... my more uh <laughs> my more uh, stocky <laughs> like it it just, just <sighs> a guy mm-hmm. I think pairs really well with Wesley Woodyard so uh there you go those mm. are my two guys right don't worry then.
1: Xavier Gooden
3: is still on the board <laughs>
1: woo the Xavier Gooden
3: good god good god oh what is Luke going with?
1: Right.
3: yeah I was, like...
0: I, it was <laughs> I was I was like oh man he's stalling
1: um Chris Durham is a name that comes to mind for uh Star Titans wide receiver. (laughs) I'm going to go with uh, the the guy they call Big Q. I'm going uh, Quentin Spain.
3: Ah, good pick. Good pick.
1: Playing at wide receiver. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) All
3: right. So I have to make two picks right now. Um, gonna have two. I don't have a defensive tackle yet, so I probably have to pick one. Uh, I'm gonna go. You don't have ranked. any
1: defensive tackles.
3: No defensive tackles. So I'm gonna go Randy Starks with one of them. Damn. Actually, very underrated player. And yeah, he was I'm my favorite. Yeah, and I'm gonna go with another defensive tackle, Jason Jones. One of my favorite yeah. defensive tackles.
0: Jason Jones versus Pittsburgh was one of the most impressive games I've ever seen from a player who nobody knew.
3: Um, I was I was pissed when we let him go. But he really yeah. didn't do then, much
0: now, then, Yeah, then he really didn't do anything. Um, that's tough. Okay, I'm going to take Rob Baronis.
1: I, hey, Oof, nice. I need Oh, okay. Are you going to oh, take Rob Baronis? Sniping. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to take Rob Baronis. Yeah, that'd be a crazy thing to do that. I, I'm uh, <laughs> taking
3: uh, Call Klug. What? Oh, nice.
1: No, do you not have any defensive tackles either? I have Jarrell Casey, and that's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is there a reason you yeah, don't uh, like you Klug?
0: Seven. No, 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 no. Like, I don't know where you play Clue. Like, do you play him at one technique? Like, but I mean, I guess you, I guess you have to.
3: I play, him defensive. I'd play him You're not taking...
0: Because mm. Casey's your three.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right.
0: That's that's the only reason why I said that. So I mean you can run like a double you can still change it into a, a five man front and get two outside line, you know, adjust your scheme for that, but I'll uh, go
1: to be my defensive tackle.
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> stand up 3 tech, stand up 1 tech. Um <laughs> All right, I'm going to go ahead and draft uh spoiler alert Rob Baronis Uh
1: and it and is and my turn this Blackson. Time, right? Yes, it is your turn.
0: Okay, uh, I'm going to take Rob Veronis, and then my follow-up pick is Ultron Burner.
3: Oh, good
1: one. Uh, Pro Bowl corner falls too late. <laughs> okay, um, hmm, I still have another inside linebacker to pick. You know what? 3-4? Three
3: three, I'm playing 4-3. Yeah,
1: I'm going to go with. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
3: it's
1: it's it's between our 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 uh, godson Avery Williamson and someone else that I think is much more versatile. I'm going to go with Keem Ayers.
3: Oh man, I was thinking. Okay,
1: man. I'll I'll let that pick. I'm going to play him an outside picked, linebacker.
0: Has nobody picked Stephen Tulic yet? Oh no. man, that guy,
3: that guy couldn't make it. That guy couldn't create a turnover. No, thank you. I
2: don't
3: want them. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, I, I, got, oh about I actually have no idea. Are we only doing uh, the two starting 11s, or we're doing 25 rounds for sure? 25
1: rounds. You're gonna get to pick a couple backups.
3: Right. Then I'm gonna go with a nickel cornerback/slash safety in Vincent Fuller. That's a good one. I don't know if you guys remember him. He was actually one yeah. of my favorite players. Yeah. Um, and wow. I actually have no idea what to do here. <laughs> um Am I about to go Eugene Amano? <laughs> you
2: can't
0: I mean you can. That's up to you. You don't you don't have Kevin Mawai to keep him in line. That was gonna be a later on pick because I didn't think anybody would draft Eugene Amano without Kevin Mawai. <laughs>
3: Uh the problem is I kind of need an outside linebacker, but like am I picking Jalen Brown right now? No. All right, I'm going to pick uh Yeah, oh I'm going Josh, Josh Klein, I guess. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Steven Tolle Steven <laughs> quick trigger. I honestly forgot he existed. He He's going to be yeah, my my linebacker. And we're just going to let Tim Shaw play on special teams.
0: What a steal. I should not have told – I mean, I should have because I would have felt bad if he went undrafted, but I couldn't have him. I mean, like, he has no spot on my team. Um, okay, I'm going to go ahead and take Eugene Amano because I do know they can produce a 2,000-yard rusher with Kevin Mawai and Eugene Amano. Uh and you believe I'm amano at guard or mawai at guard uh amano at guard Amano. Gonna, amano. I, i'm going to put amano in between hopkins and mawai and just hope he does his job um, <laughs> then i'm going to take craig stevens to be uh, okay. blocking blocking uh tight end he'll he'll give me what uh demarco murray kind of makes up for demarco murray will be the passing threat that you would usually go to the tight end and he'll be the blocker that you really need to spring
1: uh, Demarco Murray.
2: All
1: right, and I, I just thought of a surprise. We're gonna have a 26th round, but uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a unique round. I'll, I'll announce the rules okay. for that in a minute. Um, because I just had a pretty good idea. Um, <laughs> I'm glad it worked for you. I'll go ahead and say this so that you can think about it. We're gonna have a. Sixth round and we're gonna redo the order and, and and you get one pick and uh Houston Oilers players will be on the board. Mm. Oh yeah, that is that is a good pick. Or a good so we're, pick. We're gonna redo to the order. Um yeah. So uh I'm probably going to end up with Warren Moon because you two have quarterbacks. But uh fair. I would easily do uh, run the run and shoot with Warren Moon and CJ2. Yeah,
3: seriously. <laughs> we're
1: not even there yet. You've already made your pick. <laughs> I've just uh, remembered
0: there's an extra quarterback I can get, so we're going to do a 26th round. <laughs> um, uh,
1: honestly, I-, I thought about maybe getting Elvin Bethea to play strong safety. <laughs> but instead, I'm going to go with Bernard Pollard.
3: Oh, good pick. Yeah, I liked him. Oh. Okay, I have to, Oh my god, I actually have no okay. idea what to pick. Um, dude, I'm going Ryan Suck up with one of my picks. I am not trusting Al Del Greco to to make my kicks. So yeah, not when you have Suck
1: that's up. It.
3: That's kidding, one. Um, I'll have
1: uh, Mike Con Bonani to be my kicker. <laughs> Bonani. <laughs> Good old Bonani. Um, <laughs> right, let's take a second to appreciate that that off season. The Titans had two kickers that were supposed to be having a competition in the preseason. Travis Coons and uh Mike on And They were both so bad that they cut them both inside and suck up and- <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> what, a, what a dream.
0: Like what a, like, but how lucky are the Titans? Like, oh man. Like Seriously. they're like, hey, uh, I guess the Chiefs are just going to cut the best kicker in the NFL in two years. It's like, okay, I guess we'll take him.
3: All right. No, um, oh, I'm just going to pick Brat Kern. <sighs> Suck up and pick. Kern back to back picks. How about that? <laughs> How about um,
1: that? Nailed it. I'm going to go uh, Brian Schwinke.
3: Ooh,
1: Brian Schwinky.
0: That's one way to do it.
3: I mean, um, I have to. I have to pick Velasco now.
0: <laughs> that 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 is unfortunate. Um, all right, I've got my kicker. I've got my two safeties. I have got two corners. I got two inside linebackers. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and take Eugene Amano. Oh no 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 sorry so not not sorry. I, I I like I had him on my list to be the next one picked and I forgot to black him out. Uh I meant I'm gonna take post Gave. Which is oh, not no. fun for me. But <laughs> it's it, it's just barely enough to get him on my team. Um so now I I've got my second tight end. Um hmm. I tell you what i'm gonna take uh colin McCarthy yeah,
2: uh, and if
0: yeah. we're going if we're going by best seasons uh he his first season i believe he had three interceptions and four first forced fumbles uh something close to that it's it's three and two or three and four one one of those i mean he was a turnover machine, so i'm gonna go ahead and keep him and rotate him out with David Thornton when I want a lighter uh package on the field
3: hmm. Solid. Hmm.
1: I am, uh, going to go Al Del Greco. Woo! Let him punt, too, because I, I need that extra roster spot for something else. <laughs> what do you mean for <laughs> something else?
2: <laughs> well, we only color. have 25 regular, <laughs> regular <laughs> rounds,
1: and I need to, uh, I need to do something else.
3: All right. All right. (laughs) Uh,
0: We need to do something. All right. I'm
3: going to. My first pick is going to be. Oh, man. Uh, Aaron Kenny, second tight end. And then my my center is going to be. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm between Fernando Velasco and Leroy Harris.
0: Oh, it's got to be Velasco, right?
3: It's Velasco. Yeah, he actually wasn't terrible that one year.
1: All right. I'm at a crossroads right now um, because I have one receiver spot. Tell me about it. But I also want to take. Uh, a running back You know what I'm going to go with uh hate to say it I'm going to go Do so I take Derrick Henry or Lyndale White That's that's a tough decision Henry
0: uh, uh, Yeah I guess
1: I'm going to go Derrick Henry Because yeah. Chris Johnson can't do everything by himself Allegedly um, I mean
0: th- that season he did. Is it my turn?
2: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: No. wow. okay. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and take. oh uh, well, uh, Sammy Lee Hill. Sorry, I could not think of his name. I'm taking Sammy Lee Hill because I need somebody fat in the middle mm. of my defensive line. <laughs> and if nothing else, he is that.
2: All so right. Now
0: my defensive line is complete. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and t- has anybody taken Brett Kern? Yeah. No. Oh
1: yeah. That's well right. you
0: took you took Brett you Kern? Got, you, okay, you uh, have
1: Hintrich I, available.
0: Yeah, as soon as I was going say go ahead and give me Hintrich.
3: Okay. the other the only other punter available was Reggie Hodges I checked
0: okay he, here's the thing if if you like you're going to use like you could use Al Del Greco you're going to use Aldel Greco cuz you're going to save the spot i had down AJ Trapasso as the other oh. uh because he did, he was the one who did the fake punt, the fake uh, punt run yeah. for a, like seventy yard run for a touchdown uh, against the Bills in the preseason. So I, I was like, I'll go ahead and put him. And if worse comes to worst, I'll will do that and I'll, you know, get my
1: pick. But instead we didn't have of to taking do it. another wide receiver because they're all bad, I'm gonna take Jared Cook.
3: <laughs> love it. All right, so he's bad. This is, the is, that
0: your, is that your theme?
3: <laughs> <laughs> this, this should be
1: your last pick. And then we go to the... Uh...
3: Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I need an outside linebacker. And they're all pretty bad. So I'm going to go with uh, what I think was an underrated player in Peter Sherman.
2: Hmm.
3: So uh,
1: <laughs> here's the order for our Oilers pick. Uh, it's basically the opposite of what we had. It's Matthias, then me, and then Will.
3: Cool. Okay. Seems fair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can pick an Euler? Yes. Do You know what? I feel like I should go Earl Campbell probably, right? You have, yeah. You have us Earl George? Campbell. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. That's why I was thinking maybe I could go Mike Munchak. But he didn't play center, so. For me, it's between Warren Moon and and Mike Munchak.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, is
1: it? That question comes down to, do I want Quentin Spain or Matt Uh, Hasselbeck? Dude, I'm going to go go with the Hall of Fame quarterback.
0: Oh, really? What a shock. The reason why we did this round? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well luckily that works out perfect for me because I actually uh, do not have another card uh, so I desperately <laughs> needed Mike Munchak uh, so <laughs> because I drafted uh, an extra tight end at Bo because there's nobody else I wanted um, I, I ended up in this ah. position so this, this works out perfect so I'm going to go ahead and, and I'm going to put Mike Munchak
3: that, in that must be nice <laughs> it's so my offensive line now
1: is you have a robot uh, voice going on right now uh, well as will fixes that we, we have uh, a about 80 seconds left uh until it's gonna cut us off at of this 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 has been fun i've enjoyed yeah. this
3: yeah i had a good time yeah it yeah. was fun um i don't know how i feel about my team to be honest but
0: we need to put up offensive- a, a post on uh
1: all these, With all on the teams. Our, our teams, yeah. Yeah, I we'll, was gonna
2: we'll do,
1: do that, that. Yeah, yeah um, we'll do that. We have a minute left. Uh, next, we're going to take a break for a little while because the Titans are on a break, too. Uh, we'll be back sometime next week to preview the Ravens game. Uh, but until then, stay tuned to Titan Size Twitter and website. Uh, but as for the podcast, we're going to take a little break.
3: Yeah, a much-needed break for everyone especially for the Titans. Yeah. Yep.
1: I got to rest my hamstrings.
3: Yeah. Yeah, uh, Seriously. We we are
1: all day to day with a hamstring injury. Uh, We'll (laughs) see how we are after the bye week, which means Uh, four weeks. Yeah. Corey Davis was day to day and then it became six weeks. Yeah. So uh, with all that being said from Matthias Wadner, Will Lomas, I'm Luke Worsham. Thanks everyone for tuning in uh, both live and, And uh, afterwards on the podcast, Uh, thank you for watching and listening. Uh, We will talk to everybody next time.
4: This is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall. He knows the show must always go on.